Welcome to the Ultrahuman Experience. This session is free for you for the complete experience. Please download the Ultrahuman app. Seeing the sequoias. No matter how far and wide you travel, the world always has more surprises in store for you. There are always new places with sights and sounds that can fill you with awe and wonder and remind you of how rich and vast the world we live in is. The Sequoia National Park is one such place, one of the only places on Earth where enormous sequoia trees, the biggest trees on Earth, are found. Hi, my name is Elizabeth Seda. Welcome to the Sequoia National Park. Let me take you on a journey to meet the giants of the wilderness. It's a beautiful, breezy afternoon, sunny with a blue sky overhead. The air is clean and rich with oxygen from the ancient forest that surrounds us. Let the wonder of the towering sequoia trees envelop you as we step into the crisp forest air and look around. Breathe in deeply and then breathe out. The forest air is thinner up here and feels fresh and crisp in my lungs. Despite how high in the mountains I am, it's still easy to breathe and I take a deep breath in and then breathe out as the trail evens out underfoot. It's a cool late afternoon, cool enough that I can still wear my cozy red jacket, but not so cold that I need to walk with my hands stuffed into my pockets. The light is golden, a soft haze filtering in through the trees all around me. The winding path I walk on is made of weather-beaten wood planks. It's elevated slightly higher than the meadow around me, thick with untamed forest grass, with large patches of royal purple and blue wildflowers. I notice all of this as if in a trance. Towering over me on all sides are giant sequoia trees, and they command my attention. Looking up at them, I feel I'm on another planet. I simply never have seen 
anything like them before. Their bark is reddish-brown, like cinnamon sticks, fading into an earthier, muddy brown down by the roots. The roots alone reach up taller than I am, and the trunks are so wide that five, even six people wouldn't be able to reach their arms all the way around them. The path I'm on winds through a forest of these peaceful giants, each stretching up towards the clear blue sky overhead. Smaller evergreens fill in the space around me. Anywhere else, these pine trees would be impressive, since they all seem so lush and healthy. They are tall, with fat bouquets of thick, dark green needles on every branch. But here, the sequoias take center stage. They are so magnificent that the evergreens fade away, almost unnoticed as part of the background. I pause on the path and lean back to look up towards the distant treetops of the sequoias, shading my eyes with the back of my hand. I squint a little against the bright sunlight streaming in through the greenery, even leaning as far back as I can, arching my neck and spine like a dancer. I still can't quite see where the sequoias end and the sky begins. The trees stretch up and up towards the heavens, and I lose myself examining the undersides of the leaves high above me. Until very high up, the trunks of the sequoias are mostly smooth. It's only when I look straight up into the sky that I see where their leaves and branches begin. The branches are sturdy and hefty, and none of them seems to stretch out very long. Although, of course, they're so far away from me that even though they look small, they must be enormous. The bark, from what I can see, is the same cinnamon brown as the trunks of the trees. Some of their leaves shine bright green in the golden sunlight. Some are darkened by cool shadows cast by the upper branches. There's always space between the leaf lines of different trees, I notice. None of their branches or leaves ever seem to touch, or even get close to touching. 
Each sequoia leaves plenty of room for the others to grow. And so even with so many of them standing close together in the forest, sunlight and blue sky easily reach all the way down to the forest floor. The sequoias are naturally good neighbors. There must be something built into their DNA that makes them be kind like this, willing to give each other space and share the resources of the forest. Doing so means that they all have enough room to thrive and grow as big as they can without crowding out any of the younger sequoias, the smaller pine trees, or anyone else wishing to enjoy the forest, like myself on this perfect day. I decide I want to get closer. I step off the trail to approach one of the gentle giants that stands a little off the pathway, deeper in the woods. Leaving the trail means turning away from the meadow with purple and blue wildflowers and walking deeper into the towering forest. The ground underfoot here crunches with fallen pine needles a dense brown carpet. A small, pale brown butterfly flutters past me and alights on a fallen tree branch up ahead. Its wings are the color of coffee with cream, swirled with pale white bands at the edges. It is so small and delicate especially compared to the enormous sequoias that surround both of us. The butterfly opens and closes its wings gracefully as I approach, as if in greeting, or maybe to show off the beautiful white patterns on its wings from every angle. I feel like I should acknowledge it somehow, and so I nod at it, as I step carefully over the log that it's perched on. I think about staying with it for a while longer and seeing how a butterfly passes the day. But the sequoia trees up ahead are calling to me. I keep walking towards the tree I have my eye on. The tree's thick roots are so massive that they make the ground, even several feet away from the trunk, bumpy and uneven to walk on. Thin strands of grass and bright green moss poke up from among the pine needles on the forest floor. I step right by the sequoia tree, the bottoms of my feet massaged by the bumpiness underfoot. My heels stretched from the upward slant of the roots. I realize that I'm holding my breath. I'm so awed by the majesty of the colossal tree in front of me. I exhale in a long, 
slow sigh, and then raise one palm up to touch the massive cinnamon brown trunk in front of me. The tree trunk has thick, deep lines that run up and down it, wrinkles from age and weather. The bark is rough under my palm and knobby in places. I rest just my one palm against it for a moment and then slide out both my arms to lean my whole weight against the enormous tree trunk. The trunk of the tree presses up firmly against my breastbone. The trunk of this particular sequoia is so broad that it would take as many as eight or nine of me to link hands around it. The enormity of this tree made me feel small and safe. I breathe into my belly and feel it inflate against the bark of the tree as I lean there. Leaning up against the sequoia, I feel a great sense of inner calm. My entire weight supported easily by the ancient tree. I can't help but think of all the passing years and generations that this particular tree must have seen growing from a tiny seed into the gentle giant that it is now. Leaning up against it like this, I feel so small, like the little brown butterfly that fluttered by earlier. I stay here for a few moments, at ease with the forest around me, and grateful for this moment of peace against the ancient sequoia. It is only curiosity that makes me move again. I begin to wonder what's on the other side of the tree. The trunk is so vast that I can't see all the way around. I start to pick my way around it, stepping over fallen brown leaves and pine needles from nearby evergreens. When I reach the other side, I realize that part of the tree has been almost hollowed out. Some of the roots have grown together to form a triangular hollow that's taller than me and deep enough for a person to fit inside easily. The ground inside of the hollow bark is smooth with a few pebbles strewn about and patches of pale green lichen. I think to myself that it looks like the perfect tent in which to wait out a rainstorm. I imagine what rain beating down on the thick bark would sound like while I sat snug and dry inside the sequoia shelter. I imagine the wind rustling through leaves far overhead and thick droplets of rain running in streams down the deep lines of the tree trunk. Looking up at the sky above, though, 
rain seems unlikely. The day is still bright blue, the late afternoon sunlight serene and golden. The air smells like the forest around us, clean and crisp, and I hear a few birds singing off in the distance. Standing so close like this to the sequoia tree, when I look up towards the sky, I see mostly the reddish-brown of the tree trunk stretching up into the distance above me, seemingly endless. The leaves high above are so far away, I can just make out clusters of bright green swaying in the light breeze. I feel particularly attached to this sequoia tree. I almost don't want to leave, but I think of all the wonderful ones up ahead that I have yet to see. I begin to walk through the forest, making my way back toward the path winding ahead of me through the trees. Looking up at the sequoias towering around me, I am filled with peaceful awe and anticipation of what comes next. This dreamy, mysterious park calms my nerves and soothes me. I am enriched by the energy from these sequoia trees. They are abundant, full of energy collected over many years. I feel happy and fulfilled here, comfortable and free. Peace washes over me like gentle waves, and I feel myself drift away into the land of dream. Good night and sweet dreams.